Hi, this is Patrick Ray, director of I Am Lisa, Nailbiter, and Arbor Demon, and you are listening to Nightmare Junkhead. consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from this is the nightmare junkhead podcast a horror podcast that to this day still adheres to the rule of no running with scissors my name is greg d i'm genius mcgee and on today's episode our celebration of christmas horror continues as we head over to france and get extreme with 2007's inside and whether you uh, know the lyrics to Danzig's Mother or not, you can listen into our show. Simply search for Nightmare Junkhead wherever podcasts are played. Hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, it will download directly to your listening device of choice. All up in your tell your children not to walk my way hole. Well, you can uh, walk your way over on with us to social media. Uh, we're on Twitter at Nightmare Junk. Uh, we're on both Blue Sky and Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead. But it is only on one book of face where you can get an event stab, which leads to shenanigans. And if you want to find hell with me, I can show you what it's like. Till you're bleeding, uh, Lord, about to see no light. Shenanigans. <laughs> wow. I didn't know you had that in you. <coughs> I like that song. It's a- it's, it's a, I, I, I rock that at karaoke. It, I can see you doing that, actually. It is uh, it is kind of a banger. Uh, but as this episode is going to be releasing on Friday, <laughs> December 8th. Kitty, don't listen to this show. If you find yourself rocking out in the Kansas City area, head on over to Screenland.com where they will have your motherly shenanigans taken care of indoors. And that's it. That is it. That is it. Uh, better yet, head on over to the Friday Night Fright tab. And the Friday this episode is releasing... Our latest Friday Night Fright, mm-hmm. the beaded curtain is staying out mm-hmm. <laughs> as we head up north. We get to park. All month long. It's uh, the beaded curtain. Yeah. You could really find reasons for every single one for it to be hanging. Yeah. However. <coughs> this is classy beaded with, curtain. With Videodrome, you don't necessarily need a reason. Anytime you play a Cronenberg movie. Merry Christmas. <laughs> you can break out the beaded curtain. But specifically, and in this case, like I said, it's one of those that, even to this day, still kind of confuses me, mm-hmm. still kind of confounds me, mm-hmm. and all not necessarily in an intellectual kind of way. No, just in the flesh. I was rewatching Jason X, and like his line, I want him wet. Apparently he wrote that line it's, because it's of course he did. Cronenberg. Of course he did. One wet, like okay. Uh, and one moist flesh. And the new flesh is wet mm-hmm. amongst many it things. Is. So it is. we hope to see you out for that. Now, then, looking forward to then the following Friday Night Fright. Are you going to have like Debbie Harry's Rapture in the? Oh yeah, no. Literally, it's Sweet. part of the pre-show. 
That's my favorite Debbie Harry song. Is it that that and Atomic? Is it? Be- I love Atomic. Is it because of the kind of the rapping portion? I don't know. I think because it's kind of maybe a little bit like it's cross genres because it's a hundred percent new wave, right? But it's also like rap. It's got five Fab Five Freddy's approval. Yeah. So like. I don't know. I've always dug that. That and Atomic are my two favorite Blondie songs. Blondie was just kind of a just a cool band. Hella cool band. Debbie Harry still cool. Yeah. Blondie st- Blondie's still cool. Yeah. Always has been cool. Always well, will be cool. And that's why it really bothered me when and I didn't know her as Debbie Harry, Deborah Harry. I just mm-hmm. knew her as Blondie. Mm-hmm. And I see Blondie topless. Mm-hmm. So even then I'm like, oh, oh, and flesh. But, but then yes, she into her flesh, she puts into a lit cigarette. Yeah. And again, I'm like, oh no! Very Linnea Quigley esque. Very bothersome and very confusing to a young Greg, uh-huh. and even to an older Greg. And I like the fact that she like works with the likes of Cronenberg and uh, John Waters because she's been in multiple John Waters films. She's a woman of taste. Mm-hmm. A woman of taste. Mm-hmm. Now the next Friday Night Fright is going to be a first timer for me. Really? Yeah. Uh, yes. 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 Oh, this is going to be fun. Dun dun. And it's another one I know by reputation. Mm-hmm. I know by a many a scenes. I, I would let you prime it, but because I oh, have no, it. No, 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 no. I think you need to see it on the big screen. I need to see this for the first time. But if any of you back in the day were fans of The Daily Show, uh huh, with Craig and Kilborn and their top five, uh huh, there was a scene where you saw this guy getting his head smashed in. That is from Ricky O. That is only one a, s- like second snippet. of the madness that ensues. Mm-hmm. This is a live action manga. And if anything you know about manga, um, people turn into monsters and mutants all the time. And everything about this is practical. This is violent. Mm-hmm. This is gory. I know it's over the top. It is beyond over the top. Basically, it's. You can keep the beaded curtain up because this is one you would always see like the, the kung fu movies and stuff, but you'd also see the prison movies, mm-hmm. and this is basically an over the top prison movie, penitentiary but with on steroids in exactly. a way. Exactly, mutant steroids. <laughs> well, again, I know it by reputation, so I'm I'll be anxious to see it from this is gonna be start fun. to finish. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. Now. The other repertory screenings that are happening on the weekend of the 8th, mm-hmm. uh, one that's actually been a Friday Night Fright before, mm-hmm. one that we've done as a double feature with its sequel, mm-hmm. but 1984's Gremlins <laughs> is such a joy to go back to. It is truly the gift that keeps on giving, and be it from the practical effects, uh, Chris Wayless, to just all of you know the Joe Dante regulars, yeah, it's it's not Christmas until you know the Putterman De- house gets you know yeah. plowed through. It's not Christmas until Deagle flies through the air. I, I, I think that was one of my first recorded like monster laughs because I saw in the theater, right, and everybody's laughing at the ha ha ha, right. But it's not until they show her legs up in the air mm-hmm. that's when I went ha ha ha. Right, you and the other gremlins. <laughs> you found your people at an early age. I will say this: I remember distinctly seeing it in the theater at the uh, Oak Park Mall uh, movie theater. At the, uh, not the Oak Park Mall, Metcalf South Theater at the time. Yeah, and I was with both my mom and my grandma. Mm-hmm. And my mom regularly took me to movies, so she was right. She was a very she was a genre veteran. Right. My grandmother, on the other hand, by the time we get to the kitchen siege. And a gremlin has exploded in a microwave. Yeah. She turns it to me. She's like, what kind of movie are we watching? 
A horror movie, I Grandma. Know. That's nineteen eighties PG. That it it led to the onset. Exactly. I love how like Spielberg has always been about not necessarily freaking out the squares, but like he's hey, always on the outside. Here's looking. a family. Here's a family movie. Enjoy. And then right when you think like okay, this is family and everything's decided, then he brings on the horror. Mm-hmm. Jaws. Mm-hmm. Like it's a summer block. Everybody went like oh, it's gonna be one of those cheap shark movies. Nope. Nope. Right. Uh, Gremlins. Oh, it's going to be a family-friendly movie. Halfway through, I remember my mom going, "Whoa!" like that, like trying to cover my eyes at some points. Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Jurassic Park. And you know, oh, science and happy dinosaurs. Then all of a sudden, raptor attacks. And be it whether he's directing it or producing it, he loves genre and it right. shows. And he su- he surprises genre. That's what I like. Like, oh, normies, come on in. It's going to be something fun. And well, then like. He's- Surprise! Body horror! Right? But that's why he's a great he's one of our finest filmmakers. Mm-hmm. He found a way to meld yeah. his love of genre into the family films. And people like people grew up with Spielberg. Right. People grew up idolizing wanting to be the next Spielberg because there was something infectious with it. So yeah, Gremlins is one of those collaborations. And another collaboration, however. Dante play. That's just it. Pity all, but no one ever says. Well, I get. I bet Spielberg co-directed Gremlins. No, this is Dante's movie. But they do it with Poltergeist, and you can see a lot of Spielberg in Gremlins because again, it's a collaboration, yeah. and that's something I think we've always been big on. He brings that family touch. Yeah, you know. For yes. example, Dante wanted to go hella dark yes, with Gremlins, yeah, and, and then Spielberg's Spielberg like, like "Hey, on. let's let's tone it down a little bit." I like, I, I like where your I mind like the is. cut of yeah. your jib. However, let's do this instead. A, a meeting that was planned long in advance when I'm sure Spielberg and Spinell probably watched Piranha back in the day. Right. I like the cut of this guy's jib. And exactly. they finally got together. I love it. I love it. Now, technically a film that came out in 2019, mm-hmm. and technically a film I saw several times, both at Screenland and at the Draft House, mm-hmm. uh, Greta Gerwig's Little Women. Which one is that? That's the uh, that is the one that's got uh, Florence Pugh in it. It's got Hermione in it. It's oh, got, I haven't seen that one. I saw it several times. Did you? It's I've seen the one with Sarandon and uh, the one in the because there's the '90s version. Yeah, that's the one that I saw. That's the one that's got Winona, Winona, Winona Ryder. Ryder in it. Yeah. yeah, that's the one that I saw. Every twenty years or so, it's a timeless it's classic time, for a reason. Yeah, to I mean, bring it back out. Yeah, populate it with Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet. Right. Shit. Shamalay, good lord, Shamalay, you know. Full disclosure, I couldn't pull him out of a lineup if you asked me to. Between that and Harry Styles and all these like new it people, they're like, "Hey, guess who?" And I'm like, "Um, I don't know." They're angular, they're lean, although he's great in Bones and all. Yeah, he was good in Little Women. I'm sure he's fine in a lot of stuff, but like, I don't know. know who he is. You know, put him next to, uh, <laughs> fuck, I don't know, Luke Goss. He, apparently, he's the poor man's everybody. And I love Luke Goss. I'll see cut Luke Goss uh, movies, but he that man's a goddamn chameleon. <laughs> it, it just shows to goes to show your level of appreciation of those right? that are underappreciated. Uh, so that being said, uh, looking forward then to next weekend, actually, on Saturday the 16th, this will be technically our ninth year doing it. We always have uh, Nerdoween, uh-huh. but then that follow we're just like, you know what? We got to you know, do some Christmas. And so we've had Christmas with the nerds, now uh-huh. our ninth year. However, we're veering a little sketchy uh-huh. this year, are we not? We're gonna, we are. We're going to 
Have yourself a sleazy little Christmas. The beaded curtain out for all three films. Mm -hmm. And I will just say this. This is very much a Christmas with Junkhead versus more with the nerds. Exactly. We're veering horror all three movies. Mm -hmm. Next year year might be more with the nerds. We'll go diverse again We'll go diverse. But this year, let's just say this is a preview of what's to come for next year. (laughs) <laughs> oh, of Nerdoween? Yeah. That's a nice I I I like yeah. to give a little a little taste. Yeah, a little taste. But uh three holiday horror films. The lineup will only be revealed until we start playing. It's gonna be grand. Uh, I can't wait. Looking really looking forward to it. <laughs> it's gonna be good. I was just thinking, you know, because back in the Tap Kate days, we used to give everybody like a little something like an appropriate. Mm-hmm. We stopped doing that because a lot of people came and it was kind of expensive. But like I couldn't even think of. I mean, there's a couple of things that I could think of what we could give out for the. Oh, yeah. None of it would be good. Well, and I was putting together the pre-show and trailers for all three films, and I've had to I've had to change the trailers out and about a few times because a f- few times it's like that's just too obvious, right? A few times too offensive in a way, and I'm just like, okay, I got to find that balance, right? Because you know, unlike you know, you know, Halloween, Shocktober, <laughs> it is we Christmas try to after be all. Hol- friend, family friendly. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so this, this year, I mean, if the beaded curtains are out, you oh, kind of know what you're getting into. So be warned. I'd like to think we're family friendly, but all movies are rated R. At least once per movie. No, once they're going to be squirming. Once G. Is it technically? I think if anything, so. we know it's either G or PG, right? But that's more of a of a saying of its time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But it's still pretty sleazy. <laughs> yeah, no, just don't don't bring the kids. Don't except except unless 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 they're ready. Unless because, no, because we've got a number of people that do bring the kids, and we yeah. know they're genre ready. Yeah, bring the kids if they dig it. Yeah, let's if, just say if they were at Nerdoween for uh, five when we did our sleazy sci-fi, or no four uh-huh. sleazy sci-fi. If they can handle in. extra. They can handle these movies. Yeah. If they can handle society, they can handle these movies. So that is to say, we hope to see all of you out uh, at Screenland, uh, chumming it up with the film family. But genius, <laughs> if I'm talking film family. Hey, bellies. We have our own little film family gathered at Patreon. And regardless of your tier, the day that this releases, you're going to be hearing my thoughts on a film that I saw during Shocktober. Uh-huh. Uh, it was The Horror of Dracula. Blur of gold with 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 uh, Christopher Lee or Peter Cushing or both both, both. and nice. uh, surprise appearance by and it's I can't I don't know if it's Go or Gal but Michael the, Go Go the Alfred Alfred yeah he's tight dude he's cool like like people, I backwards engineer because I'm like oh Alfred he always seems pretty cool but all the horror and genre oh. shit that he did back in the day. It, it it makes me appreciate him more now. Of course, obviously. he was in a Burton film. I'm sure Burton sought him out specifically. Absolutely, absolutely. But what was great though is the fact that we just had fr- uh, Fright Night mm-hmm. for a Friday Night Fright. You know, when you l- go back into these Hammer horror movies, you just it makes you appreciate Fright Night that much more. They had the little sizzling cross on the forehead gag. I'm like, ooh, okay, I see what you did there, Fright Night and Steven Johnson. Right, yeah, you know. I love these movies, man. <laughs> it was, but it was actually it was really, really cool to see. Uh, in fact, I mean, I was let's go to the Halloween Hangover episode. This just tells you, this episode is releasing in December. You're now just hearing my thoughts of films that I saw in October. So we're kind of I'm a little we're backlogged. forward logged, yeah, in the best possible way. Right. 
So for uh, access to that and so much more, head on over to patreon.com slash nightmarejunkhead. Join up our film family. Uh, especially, I will just say this, in January, uh, we have another loaded month with a request and review commentary and new horror movie don't forget load up now because we are taking the month of february yeah off. we are and not not for rest and relaxation no because we got to prepare for madness oh, in fact madness. like we're about peek behind the curtain how the sausage is made it's not even december or we're already getting ready for madness it's november 27th yeah and we are prepping and putting it all together and that's because we care yeah and we want to make like, we want to put on the best show possible. Yes, we do. And we don't want to burn ourselves the fuck out we while we're be doing sane, it. Right. By the time we finish that last episode, we don't want who go back to our first couple of years of madness spread out April over the course. madness, May madness, 2017 madness is basically what it was by the mm-hmm. time we finished it. Now, mm-hmm. we this many episodes in we've learned from our mistakes. Yep. We learned to plan ahead and more than anything. Within the last three or four years, we started doing themed months, mm-hmm. and she makes things easy. I mean, it easifies it. it. Easifies it. It works smart, not hard. Right. Is basically, what it comes down to, and from the bombacity of last week's episode, as Christmas came with a bang, uh-huh. with I come in peace, we go the other side of the or world, the other side of the ocean. And we go to the other side of the coin. We get not as many explosions, but we get violence and gore. We are stuffing the stockings with entrails. We are getting new wave with the new French extremity. This. Woo. Woo indeed. We're going to channel our inner Ric Flair with this one because Mm. we've spent some time here in France with the new French extremity a few Mm -hmm. years ago. We did a whole month of it. We talked um, High Tension. Martyrs. And Raw. Mm-hmm. And this one was always there. Yeah. And and then even when we did uh, Livid, mm-hmm. we said from the makers of Inside, right? And like, and we haven't seen it before, but I knew of it, and I, the same way you knew of it. Well, I think as, as we've seen with a lot of the films with the new French extremity, Mm-hmm. They carry weight. Yeah. They carry reputations. Yeah. They carry... Well, when you have films that in such things as Martyrs, as Irreversible, uh, as High Tension, you know, when those are the ones that you look to and see what they're all about. Graphic, graphic shit in these movies. So it's... It means something. It's like... It's almost the equivalent of torture porn. It it, it does. carries that it carries that stigma. It carries, it, oh, and that's just it. The stigma attached with it, because as I mentioned, my baggage mm-hmm. is if I do hear torture porn, I tend to ignore it. Right. Put it on the periphery because that's not necessarily my bag. Right. But and that's I, the bad thing with the term torture porn because it's it, kind of umbrella and all encompassing. Which things that have been labeled as torture porn are yes can fit in that vein, but also don't necessarily go quite hardcore into the torture porn there's a little bit more meat there and the same <laughs> thing can be for said with the new french extremity however i think the umbrella with the new french extremity is a lot more um close it's smaller umbrella because when you're saying new french extremity one you know that's going to be french <laughs> it's in the title right 
Two, no blatant false advertising. You know it's going to be super extreme, but you don't know Again. how extreme it's going to be. And three, don't you don't know what to expect in these movies. If you've never seen them before, walking into it, and I think that's what I like about them, that they catch you off guard on how brutal and how violent you have to be. You have to be almost ready for these films. You, we often talk about like the, <coughs> the preparation work mm-hmm. for going into a movie. I technically... I was prepping myself for this movie. I'm always ready for violence and gore. Ah, but again, when we head over into into France in this case, be it from the Grand Guinal mm-hmm. to uh, what are they, was it the, the um, just the, oh, the variety, like the theater macabre and yes. all that. The back in the they've day. embraced all the time, mm-hmm. all the darkness, all the gruesome. And again, whether it's to feed the gator, mm-hmm. whether it's for that element of catharsis, I just know though. If I'm purging something that has been French, I'm going on a journey. Yeah. I'm I'm going to say the phrase, uh-oh, a few several times. times. A few times. And right off the bat, let's just say this, major Yelp review in oh this case. Oh, my. And, and it, com- it comes out of kind of nowhere, too. Mo- so let's go back on some of the uh-ohs. Whenever you're dealing with French Extreme, you know that it's going to live up to its name, especially even if you don't even know what you're really getting in for, you don't know really what the French extremities are all about. You know, if you have never seen Martyrs, you might not know what the... But at the same time, okay, I'm going in for something hardcore. But even as a blatant horror... I mean, a regular horror fan, like, when you see someone sewing with needles, with a big needle, you're like, "Uh uh-oh, that's going to come into play. When you see a lot of, like, Chekhov's things, and then when you... I've become more aware and more sensitive about this as we've getting uh, 10, 10 years into the show, maybe like maybe year two or three. Yep. I would have been would totally different in my opinions on these things. But like since then, uh, whenever you see an animal, a pet, a cat, Spe- especially, especially a, a cat. cat, especially a cat, then that's a major. Oh, and in the French extreme, that's the thing. Nobody nothing is safe they no. their whole thing is to their whole ethos for the french extremity is to go to the taboo and place yeah. the taboo as the starting point yeah martyrs was all about home invasion and, and killing kids right this one's all about like pregnancy and and terrible things that have befallen to a pregnant woman who in more cases in most movies would be off limits mm-hmm. or like oh no oh, yeah, something you- bad happens off screen or oh no you know very rarely do you see bad things happen to pregnant women, but in this one, this is the crux of the story. Yeah. So when you're like, when you see a kitty cat run across the screen, oh and, no! And it should be noted we're coming off of Eli Roth's Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. which spoiler alert: the kitty walks away. The kitty walks away. When the, we give the Yelp review, and that we get to say, "Hey, by the way, no Yelp review needed. No. Every every all, uh, no animals were harmed in the making or the shooting of this film." Which, by the way, no animals were harmed in the making of this movie. The kitty was all good until the but, kitty was not all good. So major Yelp, major Yelp for the kitties, and major Yelp for pregnancy. Oh, I couldn't even imagine. I could not. There's no way in God's green earth in this time and place at this point in time that I would get pregnant. And that being said, there is no way I could even imagine the, watching this movie oh, as a person yep. who is pregnant. Because watching this movie as a non-pregnant person, I'm like, fuck. You know, some of the shit that she went through, mm-hmm. some of the shit that she had to do, mm-hmm. just not even with the dealing with the like the, the pregnancy itself, but just 
outside the peripheries, the appendages. No, no appendage was safe in no. this movie no. for anybody involved. If you saw a person on a, the screen, no matter how brief, how minuscule it was, they, they were, were probably going to get hurt in some way, shape, or form. That's kind of what I liked about this movie. And you, as the credits were rolling, we were conversing and immediately just said, wow, that was really good. Mm-hmm. Like, legit good. And you're like, yeah, basically kind of crossed everything everything off. i was hoping for you know i because i'm a simple man i like certain things i like certain things that are promised and if things like you know for example if you're gonna have a thing about monster dong i better see monster dong right that's fair. That's fair. okay yeah. on french extremity if i'm going into french extremity i want to see some like not necessarily taboo shit but but i want to make sure that nothing's off the table you, you should be squirming a little right bit. right for example i want to get a monster laugh and I hate and to say it, there were multiples. I got in this multiple one. monster laughs in this one, and that should be—it should be said also. It's the level of violence, yeah, and it walks a line between mean, but also cruelly creative, right? Kind of torture porny in, in a way where, and, and I hate coming back to that well, term, but for example, saw a collection, the collector and the collection, yeah, gory is all fuck, yeah. But very creative in the gore. I was ta- I mentioned this when we were watching this film, and the special effects work in this film, and uh, I'm going to probably butcher the name here, but uh, Jacques Olivier Molin, top notch. It yeah. reminded me yeah. of the next level of Savini mm-hmm. because of kind of the level of realism on display, right? But also the just the amount of it and the variety the variety of the shades of color in the blood yeah where some of it's lighter some, some of it's darker, darker some of it's more arterial some of it's more um like more infected woundish and, and like you said there's a lot of it a lot there's oh, a lot this is the Lord. kind of movie where you're like the human body can't have that much blood in it kind of like i thought the same thing in that movie mm, revenge revenge (laughs) that's exactly what i'm looking for there's no way the human body has that much blood but at the same time it works because it's everywhere and it's from everybody and i think the thing this feeds my slasher fix Mm -hmm. because this is and because with Again, big blanket term French extremity. Yeah. That's just saying what subgenre it is. Now we break it off into more of the smaller subgenres. For example, martyrs, that can be home invasion slash torture or mm-hmm. capture, right? We're trying to escape. That's fair. Okay. Um, high tension, 100% right. slasher, yeah, sure. but also psychological horror, mm-hmm. right? You can throw into this one. This one is home invasion and slasher. Yeah. 100% Ooh. slasher and home invasion. And to the point where the kills are not only creative, but they're violent and gory. Oh, very. But there's also this sense of dread. There's this sense of tension in the air because there were certain points in this movie where I had to look in every single corner because I know the the La Femme is hiding in there somewhere. For being as diminutive and for a brief second not deal breakerish as she was, <laughs> she was genuinely terrifying. Oh. Just even like coming in the door or standing in front of the doorway. But there's some shots of La Femme and what she does before the violence before the violence even hits, mm-hmm. where I'm like Fuck, that's scary. We we it was that's our other Yelp review. Mm-hmm. Like we literally, and 
that should be I, I want to say this this movie very much leans and this is um uh I'm going to again kill the names here so my apologies on that uh Julian Mari and Ale- Alexandre Bustillo mm-hmm. this is their first feature film together it so for me very much felt like a their version of a carpenter film mm-hmm. and I'm talking had a tinge of it yeah because of a combination of the cinematography by Laurent Barres Barres and you said there were certain shots in there super shape like so cundy super shape like oh my lord the scene where she's on the couch and then you think it's the dark hallway and, they and then panning, panning back and you're like fuck it's not the it's dark her. hallway it's her and then they keep panning out and then, and she, then just, she melds she into the dark hallway oh. she turns one into the dark hallway and she's not supernatural but the way they have it out there i could see her like if she got knocked down she would come like undertaker style and rise up and and then the her the casual walk by into the house into the house with the police presence it was it was very the scene it, it reminded me of the scene in Halloween where he Doctor Loomis meets Sheriff Bracken for the first time oh. and the shape just kind of drives by and you have to be like oh shit that's the shape but remember the shape looks both ways before that's true he's the a cra- this this one she's very opportunistic too but the way she just oh slides in i almost missed it because it's just the way it's shot the way it was framed we had we went back to it i mean i was like oh wait what did we miss i said oh shit look at that and you're like what i miss i'm like whoa no look look so i'm like but then the the music on top of that i thought was another Mm -hmm. practical character of the film Mm -hmm. uh the composer here is and again i'm god francois wooday chenfrall but again carpenter-esque in oh. a complimentary way. Oh, yes. Very much. And again, much like when um, Adam Wingard mm-hmm. and The Guest yeah. feels like a Carpenter film. Mm-hmm. They're doing very much the same thing, but... Amped up the gore and violence. It's new French extremity. Yeah. Like you said, the reputation with every gore set piece. I'm like, yeah, reputation earned. But it was those shots and the continued shots throughout the film. The film is so beautiful. It is. The, but it's scary. It's totally terrifying. And so much blood. A lot of blood. It's it, but that's again earning its reputation, but at the same time, I'm truly caring for the variety of people in there and let's go ahead and talk about some of the the, the performances here because you mentioned La Femme, mm-hmm. Beatrice Dalle from her introduction, where you don't see anything. No. And her her costume. In her a way. costume was rad. It, it was very um, almost it, the anti John Carver, almost like John Carver from uh, Thanksgiving. It's it, very old timey, but yet kind of sleek. But her introduction, when you don't really see her until she lights a cigarette. And then she it's almost streets of fire in when he kind of like sneaks into mm-hmm. the light light because she just sneaks in and it just like just lights up when she takes a drag and just the embers just light up her face a little more. And then, and then she's back to dark. Let me in. And you're like, very effective, very effective. But and then when she comes with the bustier and all that shit, it's the, it's the dress, the bustier, the gloves. Mm-hmm. It's a look. It's it has to be done on purpose mm-hmm. because she pretty much stays with everything throughout the film. And it's striking. It reminded me of a number of 70s Italian giallo well, films. It didn't stay with her the entire film. What I liked about her is the more her 
she took off of her costume was like the more unhinged everything became yeah. because she was so cool calm and collected at the beginning like let me in let me in you know i know who you are but by the end of it Oh. Everything when shit was going crazy. I mean, she was wild and like just just the underneath garment and just kind of nightgownian. So like the more the clothes came loose, she became unhinged. And I was like, that's a cool touch. Mm-hmm. That's a cool touch. There's there's a number of touches in this movie. There are a number of things that are they're not accidents. Right. Like there's a no. I can guarantee there's probably. Probably a number of dissertations written mm-hmm. on this film, or at least involving this this whole you know genre. But for the most part, it's Alison Paradis and um, as Sarah as Sarah and uh, Beatrice Dale as La Femme's show. They carry it. They it's their movie, and I Alison Paradis in this uh, Paradis, she is saturated. In blood throughout, mm-hmm. she is our pregnant protagonist. Just but dour from the get, but understandably so, and you can see why. Well, the movie starts as we with said, a bang, literally, and life changing, very descent like, mm-hmm. very changeling mm-hmm. like, and you can understand it's a, it's a scant four months later. Like her scars, it's like yeah. facial scars, physical I, scars are just starting to heal. Again, if you again you're pregnant and or you've been in a car accident recently, that might be your trigger warning because it's kind of a shocking out of nowhere. Like, oh wow, well, that started out with a bang. Question intercut with the womb view with the womb view. So womb the womb cam. view, the womb cam. Mm-hmm. Did that take you out of the movie? No. Okay. No, because it it wasn't uncanny valley enough to be like. Oh, it looked more like sonogram view, mm-hmm. but like more high def sonogram. So I bought it. I think if it was done more like if the baby had more cartoon eyes, you know, if, if it looked if more real. Bruce Willis's voice. Right. Then I, I think understand. it would take me out. But it wasn't used too much, just enough with like made whenever though there was a wound inflicted where the baby could feel it or get a wound himself, were they you? showed him. So this was just basically in a roundabout way, this was just showing another victim mm-hmm. of all the brutality that was happening. Mm-hmm. And like at the beginning, it was a little bit jarring. We're like, oh shit, what happened? But starting off with the first thing you see is that baby. Yeah. It kind of sets off the president. Okay, cool. This, we're going to see a little bit more, maybe, or we're already starting. This is what he looks like. Let's get the uncanny shit out of the way. Sorry, so right. it worked like that. Because if he started talking like, ah, Sacre Blue, I've been hit, mama, right? I'd be like, man, this is bullshit. This is a bullshit movie, you know? Thankfully, we didn't veer that way. Right. It's And I mentioned that because apparently, doing a little bit of research in this, wasn't the uh, director's uh, intent to have that actually included in the movie. Really? That was put on at the last minute. I could see where you wouldn't need the movie, need I, it either. And I, I'm a little upset I knew that going in advance. I didn't know that. Because every time I saw it, I'm like, okay, I, I see why it's included. I can understand the thematic, you know. I think it adds a level of brutality, that though. just it. Like you said, the perspective. Because you're seeing the baby actually get hit and get hurt. I mean, it's one thing to see. Okay, this is going to sound bad, but it's one thing to see in a, in a movie a pregnant woman get punched. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, no, poor baby. I wonder what happened. But it's another thing to see a pregnant woman get punched and then see the baby get, like, jostled and hit. Yeah. And not in a comical way. No. You know, it wasn't done goofy. 
This is not, yeah, Jerry Lewis. Right. Oh, nice lady, I've been hit in the eye. It's, it, it adds that you're, you're complicit with it, I think, which is interesting. Yeah, in a roundabout way, you're like seeing, you're seeing how brutal this attack truly is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, and then it just gets brutal, more well, brutal from there. And you talk about just kind of the uh-oh moments and the variety of the ways, like you said, the brutality done to the body in this movie mm-hmm. is so many use of the needle. There is lots of shards, the broken glass. There Scissors. is the dream, the dream where she's getting sick. She, you think she's just getting sick from her. From oh, the gosh. And then. Bop. Yeah, very alienistic. Out of the out mouth, of the mouth, though. Yeah, Holy. that was. I was very, very possession y. But it, like, because she started melting in goo, and I was like, "Is she giving birth to like Bishop from Aliens?" Because this is goo and white. Well, but that also does that. Did that totally set you off? Because then we don't really lean back into that. At no, all. I think it's just hey, let's. I think uh, it almost became uh, the Brian Trinkard Smith thing. Like, hey, we got an extra day and some let's do it. new effects. Let's do a nightmare where she's having like pregnancy dreams. Well, you know what's nightmarish? Nurses with uh, bad bedside manners. Oh, absolutely. When you can't... Okay, I have been known to enjoy a cigarette or two, and sometimes I enjoy a smoke break, but I know better than to sit right next to a pregnant woman, light up, and just start, like, talking shit and smoking in her face and and saying, like, oh, this is your first kid. You're about to give birth. I remember my first kid. It was so painful. 36 hours of labor and nothing but pain. And her story. Oh, my Lord. She was the worst. She was the worst bedside manner blowing smoke in her face the whole time. I mean, like, being super, like, I don't want to say stereotypical. But there's a lot of smoking done in this movie. There's a lot of smoking done in this movie. This is not, this is sponsored by Philip Morris. (laughs) But, like. The Lombard is a painful 13 hours of labor. I felt ripped apart. You're like, God damn. And listen, given that we've both watched uh, Husera, the Bone Woman, this mm-hmm. year, we, we understand the, the, the body horror pregnancy aspect. But that nurse and just her ripping into her, yeah. it was equal parts funny, but then also just like, God damn, man. He was rough. we... We know what it takes to be like a veterinarian, right? In France, yeah, the shit they go through. Can't even imagine. And this, Medical this school. She was, she was a salty vet too. She was a salty she, vet. She's seen some shit. <laughs> and we're in the first five minutes. Well, and that's before we get into the true terror. Mm-hmm. When you get the la femme, the, the home invasion oh. aspect, and even la femme, that first instant when she punches the window, yeah, that and scared it just me. That cr- gave me a yeah, like, that's but then. It starts cracking, mm-hmm. and again, you start getting some of those those shots. Yeah, je le la police. She's calling the police. As you should. Exactly. And the police show up. And, and then, like like we said. Anything else we get into this? I think that's a little bit, well, not spoilers, but like. We're, we're, we are, you know, at this point, we're 40 minutes in. Expect us to spoil things from here on out. So when the cops come in, when the cops call. That's when the shit hits the fan. Because yep. at first, it's building up a little tension. Like, oh, it's creepy. Yeah, I wonder what's going to happen. Once the cops come in, it's a blink and you miss it. But when she slides in, it's fucking terrifying. Because your eyes are focused on the conversation going on. The cops are focused on what's happening. Meanwhile, she just walks in the front 
fucking door because she doesn't have any supernatural power she's not a ghost she's not a monster she's not a spirit of vengeance She's someone that's driven right she just has a will and there's a way and a sharp pair of scissors and anybody anybody who gets in your way is fucking dead meat because we're in spoiler territory so let's talk about some of the gore set pieces oh let's start with just the needles as there's a a multiple, lot of use of needles. A lot of multiple needles. I think Laurie Strode would be very proud of that. Super proud. Another carpenter, That's maybe a carpenter I think touch. We are leaning into mm-hmm. that. You cannot tell me that, that her they haven't seen right was not a nod exactly to this, all of that. Exactly. But this felt this felt like a Halloween movie where um, if if Michael Myers was trying to get Baby Jamie. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? It's. Listen, they just they, they put it through their perspective. That's why I love traveling abroad. Have nursery music. Bum, bum, bum. Done. But we've got a needle. Let's see here. And again, we're spoiling at this point, but the, the tragic, the first main kill that is done by our hero accidentally, which steers into strangers' territory. No, the first main kill before the people come. So... Oh, it's the dude, is it not? No, the first kill's the cat. But, oh, yeah. Uh, oh, the but cat. there's a lot of tragic shit that happens beforehand. Um, there is... Does the scissor impaling of the hand come later? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yes, yeah. So there's people getting... <laughs> there's people getting cut in knees and tendons. Uh-huh. So she runs in the bathroom because she's getting chased. Meanwhile, she's already... Oh, this is how it starts. This is exactly how it starts. So... Every the cops leave, everything is fine. She comes up. She, the main woman is Sarah, the pregnant one, and she's super fucking pregnant, about to induce tomorrow that pregnant. Mm-hmm. All on Christmas Eve. All on Christmas. This Eve. is a so Christmas, Christmas horror movie. film. She comes up and she just fucking violently stabs her uh, right in the umbilical cord, and that's what wakes her up from the dream, and then she then she that's runs right. to the bathroom. It's like, what the fuck is happening? And then that's and where she's like, let me in the fucking thing. And it is the, uh, God, it is the initial insertion of the scissors into the belly button. Quickly and violently, because it's very gentle and soft at first, oh. like, ah, uh, and then stick. And, you're like, and these, these are some weighty scissors. And you see this. And every oh, all, no cutaway. all the violence, the yes, all the violence, all the stabbing, everything is done in camera, all practical. And that's what adds more to uh, the yeah. gore factor. I mean, if you're opening wound, mm-hmm. not even opening kill, opening wound mm-hmm. is a slash to a pregnant woman's umbilical cord. And then that slash to the face and a slash that to the stays face. with her again, right over the scar that was just starting to heal. Yep. It's oh my lord. Yeah, that entire sequence. I forgot that's how it does start because that's then how it opens. at that point then everyone starts coming in mm-hmm. and she starts cuz then she kills out. the cat first. Oh, the and, and because it, she's not second, coming out. Yeah, for a second for a like, brief second cuz hey, I was like, you know what? Hey, we saw She seems kind of motherly. Maybe she won't kill the cat cuz the cat came up and was like purr and loving cuz that's what cats do cuz mm-hmm. cats are the fucking mm-hmm. best. And so and then she was loving on the cat, and I was like, okay, cool. And then just with one crunch, just, just crunched again, like, man. And mad deal breaker, because all the way up until then, You're like, all the way up, and I'm like, you know what, you know what I mean? 
and she's crazy. The but worst she, part was the, la la. the second the cat was introduced. Not only did we both go, uh oh, oh no. yeah. I then said, whatever happens, Jay. Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Because and this is the like, first oh, time watched for both of us. Oh man, a kitty cat. I knew the reputation, but I didn't know there was an animal involved. Right. Oh, I felt so bad. I felt so bad. <laughs> it's so violently and so just like well, crunched and then throw it away. I'm like, you bitch. I hate you. <laughs> So you're you're looking for a little comeuppance, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the the needle trauma occurs not only with a sticking of someone in the neck, goes all the way through a through and through Woo! of the neck, an no. accidental through and through, and this is after she's already cut up her hand mm-hmm. trying to like oh, use the shard to open up the, the door. Use the shard to open up the door. It's awful. It's awful. And then and then she accidentally killed her mom, and then so that's one. And then when she takes her hand out, that's what doesn't she get? St- that's later. Oh, that's, that's later. That's okay. later with the cops. See, there's so, so much trauma right? so and much. body. Just- so the next thing you think are gonna be, she's gonna be safe because oh no, here comes uh, her boss who's like this is Lou Grant because she's a photographer and he so Lou Grant's coming like I need these. You're my best report photographer and uh, I need you back on the gig. Age of demarcation. How many of our listeners out there are going to know who the hell Lou Grant, Mary Tyler right. Moore, and all them? Come on. Oh, Lou. Right? <laughs> but, like, so he's the friendly photographer boss, like the anti-J. Jonah Jameson. And he, so he's just being, he's being helpful. He's mm-hmm. inviting her to Christmas dinner and whatnot. And so the whole shenanigans of why he had to die is because he goes, hey, you're, you must be her mom. And I'm like, first of all. That killer looks too young to be her mother. Well, he had expressed interest, I think, at, or no, her mother had expressed interest in trying to get set up with him at mm-hmm. one point when they were walking away from the hospital. So he's kind of like, oh, okay. Okay. Oh, I well, don't, now. Wow. <laughs> hey, this this picture doesn't hey, do you any justice. You look like a totally different person. <laughs> I can do everything thanks to Dayglow. <laughs> no, but like. So, so yeah, under false pretense. Mm-hmm. Gives him two drinks. Yeah. Multiple drinks. And I was thinking like, oh, you're crazy, man. I like French newspapers, but you're crazy. Right? And so that's what I thought was going to happen. But no, then the real mother comes in like, who are you? Who are you? Like a it's, French farce. Yeah, it was because he's like, well, I, and he tells the real mother, well, I think you have some explaining to do, missy. Right? And I'm like, fuck like you need to run in any other circumstances you would hear like the gus visseur version of bum 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 right but do, not a- do, 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 do. the gang goes to france but uh oh i wish i right. only wish so anyway he comes in and starts blasting so then when the french boss lou grant decides he something's gonna miss after the mom accidentally gets stabbed in the fucking neck uh, through and through with a beautiful squirt. A beautiful oh that continues squirt that keeps on going. Wall? Tarantino, Shaw Brother approved. Did you notice that subsection of the wall and the stairs that just had all the blood and gore and then all? there was that one that was just untouched? Just that one <laughs> the clean spot oh where God. she slid down. Oh. So so he goes up and goes, what the fuck? Meanwhile, as he's going up, he gets stabbed in the okay. knee with the Both scissors. Knees. Yeah, stabbed and in the- a stab and a turn. Uh huh. In in the in both knees, he turns over to go, "What the fuck?" Then he gets stabbed in the dick multiple times, and and turned in the dick. So uh. he gets so we get mangled, mangled dick. Even though we don't f- see full no hung, dong is hung, no dong is hung. We do. It's still stabbed and it's pretty gnarly. Then he gets his throat slit. But then here's the thing: he's still alive. He's not dead. 
He's still he's alive. Not dead. That's the thing about this that movie. Was, oh my god! Even when the that mom was... got like the neck through it, she's still alive for about a good two or three minutes. People don't die in this universe. People have a, 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 a crazy of amount of blood, and they die slowly. Well, and this I'm, is Hellraiser universe. Well, and that's the thing. And I'm not someone that can read into this because it's not my kind of a field. But there's definitely some subtext going on there. With I think with a lot of the clashes, the culture clashes that were happening at the time, where we actually have this kid that was dragged in from being profiled by the police. That's not even that's that's the and next like, massacre, right? Right, but that's like, but there's some stuff going on in this movie. Yeah, that there's I think a, there's that some there's... tinge of politicalness in there because the, the whole while everything is going on in the background, we hear of all these riots, riots in the suburbs spreading, which makes sense because back in the early 2000s, there was a lot of French riots. So a lot of civil unrest. And I mean, it is the home of the French Revolution. And this is what genre does best. Right. So that's a whole thing like, hey, I'm going to come check on you. You can't be out by yourself. And there's too many fire bombings. And the guy's like, I'm just out. I don't have any fire bombings. If I... So the cops pull up because they're doing their check. Mm -hmm. We have. We think they're inept cops. Right. At least they're coming back to doing their rounds and checks. So they're not quite inept. But when she goes, oh, I'm fine. And then like, God damn it, that's not the person. <laughs> Meanwhile, the other person's in the car like, hey, you're profiling me. I'm just a young guy. If, mm -hmm. I, if I had Molotov cocktails, why, why don't I have, I have them right now? My ID on my me. My ID on yeah. me and be doing all this stuff. Come on, think about it. So the two cops go in there and they get brutally massacred. The needles come back into play. She pulled a needle out of her awesome costume. The best part of her costume is all the little like, hiding places. She's got a lot of flounce in her skirt. She's got a little <laughs> pirate shit. She exactly. She can do it. I got flounce. It's not an accident. This has been planned because it's very nightgowny, very motherly too. I planned for maybe of around four months, possibly to oh, plan. Oh yeah. Oh on yeah. The side. No, it is. It, so you, they are dispatched awfully. In fact, one of the officers, very Italian. She goes full chi. She, go, go. she goes full chi multiple times because later on we see, I think you went to the bathroom at the time, but the man that was still alive, yeah, the, oh yeah. the, the Lou Grant, the, uh, she puts the pillow over him oh, and, and she starts she stabbing with the, the scissors. And then later on when she pulls up, you see when she was stabbing him, it was right in his eye. And so oh, they I show this gore that. thing and his eye, his half of his face, that whole sock is just Fucked, and it looks great, oh. right? And I was like, "Bravo!" There was multiple <laughs> times I was like, "Bravo!" Between the gore and between like the setup, mm -hmm. I was like, "This is extremely well crafted. This is a wonderful slasher." And so um, then it became. Um, then more cops came in. We get a great up close head explosion. We get a great full fire oh, effect. That head explosion shocked both of us yes i we was like well done and that came out of nowhere it's beautiful but again that's all carefully choreographed there are, there's nothing wasted in this movie like you said you're searching every inch of the screen and they're letting you soak it all in right but it's also brutal because later oh, on <laughs> one of there's like a 28 days later monster that shows up out of nowhere and beats the shit out of our pregnant protagonist. I have to assume it was because he the had head the wound. Brain. That's the only other head thing I could Harry. do. And so he went to the only thing that he could think of. And I guess being a cop, beat the shit out of the first person he sees with his nightstick. Because he turned on the oh. lights and he was like, I'm a cop. Bam. And he it shows him hitting her right in the gut. And then it goes back to like a baby eye view. 
and then it just just water poof and you're like oh, fuck everything in this movie is just brutal but it's over the top you can't look away it's almost train wrecking yeah. Do you, can you be convinced that maybe one of the dissertations written is kind of an anti-smoking creed? Because another moment that made us applaud is her, ca- not only the casualness of the smoking, but the fact that she's doing it as she's on top of the girl, right. basically ready to put in the coup de gras, and then takes the drag, woo, hairspray comes into play. Love it, and, love oh, it, love it. Oh, Lord, it was... Grand, but grand. so much violence, so much gore, and another thing that I like about—I don't know if it's all new French extremity, but some of them—and just sometimes, overall, sometimes I want evil to be punished. Evil dies tonight. Sometimes I want vanquishing, uh, and that doesn't happen. But again, we were in the spoiler territory. But sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's always good when the bad guy wins. And in this movie, the bad guy wins. Oh, the bad guy definitely wins. Violent, gorily. And another brutal th- another brutal scene where well, we were both like, oh. In, the, in a movie filled with those scenes or that scene, I think it's this one. This is the promise yeah. of the belly button thing that we got that kicked beginning. everything off. Uh-huh. And they do not cut away Shy from away it. away from it. It's not like they look up and she's like, ah, she screams. No. She's full on in frame when the scissors are snipping and everything's happening. And she is going not elbow deep just before Dawn style, but getting her hands dirty. Yeah. And it's disturbing. It's the and, sound. Oh, it's so much sound. Like late, there's an epi- there's a part later on when she jams her uh scissors into a dude's forehead and the crunch. Oh, and the amount of time we stay on that. That's the thing His we linger. Reaction, that's like we that's... linger on the kills. Oh. We linger on the gore. And this movie is brief, which we love at eighty-two minutes, but it's a it's a rough eighty-two minutes. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a beautiful eighty-two minutes. Like this is one of those that going in when we like I said when we were programming December, this was on my radar. I knew yeah. it's a Christmas movie, first time viewing, has a reputation. We've covered New French Extremity. Let's throw it in. Let's see it how it plays in with the rest of the movies that we're going to actually be taking in. I'm glad we did it. Mm-hmm. Like, Me this too. Was a gen- this is what Me I'm, too. I'm recommending this, but with... Cautiously, with caveats. A lot, a lot of caveats. Of, like, hey, this is a good movie, but trigger warning, violence warning, pregnancy warning, but extreme warning. Do you, don't you just have to know going in, just it's new French extremity. That's sometimes all you need to say in some ways. Yeah, but I... Yes, but at the same time... With the subject matter that it being the fact yeah. that you, no, it's right. about it's... someone trying to cut open a woman, a pregnant woman. Mm-hmm. That is the whole crux of the story. You might want to tell somebody that's what it's about. Yeah. Because if you're like, hey, if you're like, oh, it's a regular slasher or it's really gory, you know, because there's a lot of gore hounds who like love gore and stuff, but certain things like yeah, it's taboo. Yeah. So you would say like, hey, this is a great and it's violent, but this is what it's about. And there's this, but if you can get past that and just want to see some gore and violence and shit, go for it because this movie is top notch with the with the cinematography, the gore. I mean, the story overall. It's lean, mean. Nothing is wasted, and it had me at the it had me in the first part look and through the almost out the middle looking yeah. everywhere, yeah. everywhere for. Who, when she's going to pe- creep up on the corner. Do you think this could end up as a Christmas with the nerds sometime? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's just it. I now have well, introduced to it. 
Maybe not. Maybe it depends. It depends on what we program around it, and sure, depends like, because if people get up and like walk out, like no, I can't do this. Yeah, that's just it. We gotta figure out who are who is our audience. That Who's being that said, night, though, yeah. I would love to see it with a crowd. Maybe mm-hmm. a Friday night fright crowd. And I think a Friday night fright End crowd, December. especially because when we showed Livid, Livid we had a lot of people up. come out because like, oh, from it's the makers guys. of. And I could see why some people were like, yeah, it was cool, but I thought it was gonna be a lot more gorier. And I'm like. Now, uh, I, know now I know why. <laughs> now I know why. I'm kind of actually glad now, looking at the, that perspective, that we went with Livid first into Inside. Me too. Just we didn't have that more expectation. And know the fact that they can do more than just... Because Livid was more of a fairy tale than anything. Mm-hmm. And so... Or Livid. It was more of a weird vampire fairy tale. And so there was scenes of gore, but nowhere near this. Well, I know... I. I need to eventually watch Leatherface. It's I've there's a I number. I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. I mean, I, I'm I'm. Not, I know it's different. <clears throat> I'm nowhere near any of the Texas Chainsaw apologists, but at the same time, I didn't mind it. That was worse I've seen. No, this it one was better. This one, given its reputation, it definitely lived up to that. But it's these other little things that they were able to squeeze in in 82 minutes that I think. It's not going to be on my regular holiday no. rotation. Anything with a self tracheotomy usually is not going to go in the holiday rotation. Ooh, and it kept squirting. It kept it, and it, the whole time. Cut. So much squirt. Duct tape, baby. Duct tape. Duct tape. <laughs> now this is silence is golden, but duct tape is silver. There's, there's. I think with a number of new French extremity films, I've watched them. I appreciate them, but I may never go back to them. Well, I'll go back to Martyrs. Yeah. I might come back to this one, but oh. not anytime soon. I need, like, I need to process it. I enjoyed it. I, I mean, again, I'm coming in from a person who will never be pregnant. I'm coming from a, from a, a person who loves guts and gore and yeah. violence. You know, but like when we watched Prevenge. Yeah, another movie kind of carrying on some similar things mm-hmm. there, but no talking babies, and I wasn't thrown off by like, hey, yeah, it, a little it's, right, or it's it's uh. Uh, Novak the Relentless. No. Um, okay. Yeah. But overall, I really enjoyed this movie. I did, too. I did, too. Now, uh, going into next week, I believe it's a first-time viewing for both of us mm-hmm. as well. So I'm very much looking forward to that. So no, Ben, no. <laughs> until that time, this is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And we'll see you in your dreams. Careful out there.